Hi guys, welcome to season three, episode two of our Pink Fishes podcast. Today we're going to be talking about lash myths. So I think there's loads of myths out there in the lash industry. I don't know Absolutely. why, but I just feel like there's a lot of different opinions maybe. And then as things have evolved, things that were maybe true once before aren't. Or maybe there's just not enough like information about things that people like hear it once and then they like just believe it to be true. Yeah. When some of them are actually just complete myths. And people train at different periods of time as well. Like someone might do a course 10 years ago and then things change in the course of 10 years and they don't do another course and the information they're giving out is different to people who have trained like a year ago, for example. I think, yeah, like you said, things are just constantly changing. Yeah, for sure. So our first one is eyelash extensions ruin your natural lashes. I think this is a lot of people have this uh, misconception if they've never had lash extensions before, because you sort of think, oh, well, you're adding something that's like not natural to your natural lashes. So it must obviously damage them. And also as well, the fallout, like when lash extensions fall out of your natural lashes on, people must be thinking, oh my goodness, like these lash extensions are pulling out my natural lashes. When in fact, that is just actually natural growth. Mm. You lose lashes every day. Yeah. I mean, I suppose they can be unhealthy for your natural lashes if your lash tech is using the wrong lashes as well. So they're applying lashes that are too heavy for your natural lash and things like that. But if your lash tech is applying the correct thicknesses, lengths, whatever, to suit your natural lashes, then there shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. Yeah, like we've all probably seen the videos online where you've got like clumpy lashes. That's probably where they've not been isolated properly or potentially like a lot of people I see offering almost eyelash extensions, but they're not. They're cluster lashes or they're using a glue that's not like an eyelash extension glue. Like, I mean, I've heard it all, you know, like people using super glue, things like that. So I think... Super glue? Yeah, or like nail glue or things like that. I know. Well, obviously, but then this is the thing. I think this is why the myth has developed. But in fact, like most lash techs, I'm sure are using the right glue they're isolating each lash properly and in which case it's not going to damage your yeah natural lashes like i think don't be scared like just do your research find someone mm. good find someone with good reviews um or like lots of photos of their yeah. work etc um but yeah most <laughs> majority of lash extensions are not going to ruin your natural yeah. lashes most people have been having their lash extensions done for years and it's made no difference whatsoever to their natural lashes. Like, yeah. I've been having my lash extensions done since I was, like, 18 and they're fine. Mm. Like, I always have lash extensions. Yeah. It's not like I turn around one day and it's like, oh, you've got no lashes left to lash. Like, that's yeah. not what's going to happen. Like, don't, don't worry about that. Unless, yeah. unless you're going to maybe... A slightly dodgy or bad mm. lash tech. That's why, as well, it's important to train, you know, with the right people, like pink fishes. <laughs> I swear you get the right training so you don't do any of these mistakes and things that will damage people's natural extensions. Because if you just do like a quick online course or something, or don't do your research before you train with the right people, then you could be doing things that will ruin your reputation and everything. And then you'll end up having to just train with 
a better person anyway so you might as well do your research beforehand if you are looking to go into doing lashes and things like that so that you get the right training as well people have got to remember it's not necessarily the lash technician's fault it's aftercare is on the client themselves you need to make sure you're not picking twisting playing with your lashes I know it's very tempting to wiggle your lashes on the end, give them a good old itch, but that is when you're going to be like pulling your lashes out like prematurely and you're going to be pulling your natural lashes with your extension when it's not ready to actually come out yet. But on the other hand, don't worry. Like if you are seeing like your natural lashes come out of your lash extensions, that is probably just them growing out. Like you lose naturally like two to four lashes a day Mm, so you're bound to see your extensions with natural lashes on I don't know why but for some people like they think that oh that means that it's damaging their natural lashes they don't realize that it's actually just part of the growth so I think it's good to explain that to your clients so that they have a good understanding of like what's going to happen after they have lash extensions like obviously you can't teach them a whole lash course during their appointment but definitely at a consultation or when you're giving aftercare you can say to them like this is what you should expect to happen like to see happen they'll fall out naturally you'll need infills in roughly two to three weeks time to make sure that they're still looking full and fluffy don't pick them don't twist them make sure you're washing them don't cover them in like makeup etc also another thing is do not attempt to remove them yourself at home I think that's another thing that causes a lot of damage if you try and like they'll they'll say like use castor oil or use this to remove them yourself I just wouldn't recommend it I just always recommend going to back to the same lash technician or if they were bad then maybe try and find someone better but going back to like a good lash technician and getting them to remove them because they'll use an actual remover like a remover that's designed for the use of removing lash extensions and they'll do so without taking out your natural lashes whereas if you try and remove them yourself that's when you're going to be pulling out like you might not mean to but you might not know when the remover's ready to remove or you might not even be using like a lash extension remover and that way you will damage yeah Yeah, you'll just you'll take them out and like what's the point when you could just go to someone like and get them removed properly yeah definitely so moving on to lash myth number two this is you can't get your lash extensions wet so this i think is absolutely false because you should be washing them every day in fact um let alone not getting them wet at all as you're like going through the week your lashes will build up like dirt and different oils and different things and you need to be washing them because it's going to make them last longer Yeah, I don't know why. I think this has come from that people might say, like, wait X amount of time after a full set or an infill of lashes before getting them wet. I think then people mean this to think, oh, well, I shouldn't get them wet at all. Like, it must be bad, like, getting my lashes wet, which isn't the case. Like we've said, you should be washing them, like, daily or every other day with a lash shampoo. So I don't know why, I don't know where this has come from. I think this is just almost people who have like taken the one thing and then like jumped to another and sort yeah. of saying like, oh, well, like I shouldn't get them wet at all. It's not the case at all. It's just completely false. Like, I mean, it's debated on like how long you should wake, you know, with the development 
of new glues and things like some people say like you can get them straight away some a couple hours some 24 hours so i'd always just follow whatever brands or manufacturer that you use just follow those guidelines but in terms of like getting them wet beyond that like definitely you yeah. should definitely be getting them wet like potentially if you're going in like the sea maybe this is maybe where people are sort of thinking like don't get them wet like if you're going in like chlorine in a pool or if you're going in the sea like maybe it could have an effect on them yeah but getting them wet in general like i don't mm. think rain or in yeah. a shower is going to be that horrific for them no. because you need to clean them yeah anyway. i think as well like the idea probably comes from like other things that you put on your face like strip lashes makeup in general you know that you can't get them wet so i think maybe that's what like the thought process of people thinking like oh i've got like lashes on i shouldn't be getting them wet because when you put other things like beauty products in your face obviously you can't get them wet whilst you're using them so maybe that's like idea sort of comes from that but also you mentioned going in chlorine one of my clients the other day came in and she said that she actually wore goggles in the pool just so she like oh. couldn't get her eyes wet which is really funny but you can only do that if you've got like short eyelashes obviously otherwise they're gonna get trapped but yeah see i go swimming like most days yeah and like sometimes i wear goggles sometimes i don't yeah they probably would not last as long if i'm constantly getting them in chlorine but i think yeah. more the problem is is when you get them wet and then you don't dry them yeah because yeah. then they go like almost hard and crispy yeah and then they like don't ping, fan out. like they can ping off very easily yeah. like if you then start twisting and playing with them because like i'm definitely yeah. guilty of doing that they'll ping off a lot easier than if they were like if I got them wet and then I dried them. I always say as well, like with Russians, if when you're getting them wet, brush them whilst they're wet. I know that sounds like obvious, but like if you leave them, they're just like, they may like close up a bit and stuff and they're not going to fan out as nicely as if you brush them whilst they're wet. The problem isn't getting them wet, it's more getting them wet and then not drying them out yeah so like if you like get them wet you know like, even yeah. if you go in a shower and you get them wet like i definitely still recommend like drying them out yeah so that they're and like brushing them and making yeah. them look like fluffy again whereas otherwise like you say you could get them wet and then they kind of mm. if you leave them to like air dry yeah they could go a bit like yeah crispy or something like you know like <laughs> what is it when people have cried mm. like after getting lash extensions done yeah. it's like they then go a bit horrible or yeah. nasty again isn't getting them wet because if you went and then shampooed them that would actually be better yeah like for it than letting them just like dry up all crispy and horrible yeah so the problem like we said is not necessarily the water and the getting them wet so like that's a bit of a myth like not a bit it is a myth yeah. like getting them wet that's not the problem really yeah. it's more just like how you dry them out and the aftercare mm. and like the shampooing and brushing them so our next myth is the faster your appointment, the better the lash tech is. And I absolutely hate this myth because I just disagree with it entirely. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's never true because I do think over time as a lash tech, and I mean, even in my own case, like when I first started doing lashes, it would take me three and a half, four hours for a full set. Yeah, same for sure like yeah, so long <laughs> whereas like over time I got quicker at making the fans quicker at isolating etc so mm. I got it down to probably like two and a half hours but I can't 
get much quicker beyond that. Yeah, no, I think this is like if they're taking a weirdly fast amount of time to do the appointment, like an hour or like half an hour even. I can't get beyond the two and a half hours. Maybe if I was doing it more regularly, because I'm not like a full-time lash tech, I won't care, have another job. But I think if I was doing it full-time, I could get it down slightly quicker. But I don't think I'd ever be able to really get it below that like hour and a half level. So when I see people offering... 30 minute appointments 45 minute appointments for like a full set of eyelash extensions it does make me worry because I just think how are you doing that like every eyelash needs to be individually isolated when you're doing extensions whether it's classics hybrids russians and most people will have hundreds of lashes so I don't understand I think there are some people out there that are either not properly isolating or they're sticking clusters on and they're advertising it as extensions. Oh, God. Yeah, that is just so bad for your lashes as well. But it's also important to note that some people have less natural lashes as well, so that will naturally just take less time to do a set of lashes. Um, and also, some lash techs um, may not be offering full coverage as well, so they'll only be applying lash extensions onto like a certain few or not every single natural lash um so that's obviously not going to take as much time to do either i just feel like if it's too quick to be true it's probably because they're cutting corners yeah this isn't the case for everyone i understand that there'll be some lash techs out there who have like perfected their skill and they are just very quick but i think for the majority of people I just I cannot understand how you can do a full set of lash extensions in 30 minutes no matter how quick you are unless they literally have no natural lashes or barely any which I've never seen on anyone yeah I don't understand I also get that people want a faster appointment mm -hmm. who really wants to sit there for two and a half hours yeah. like your back can get a bit painful you're busy like you don't have the time so I feel like a lot of people are searching for lash techs who can complete faster treatments yeah but I just think it is a myth that like the faster they are the better some cases yeah they have been they've got more experience blah 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 but I don't think it's like the rule for everyone yeah we had a story come in as well um where a lash tech took 30 minutes to do a full set and she charged £75. And basically what she had done is stick a load of pre-fans on top of each other. So they're all like clumped together, which is just horrendous. And I think like, obviously the person's gone to them because they've probably heard from other people. They only take half an hour, but you're just going to ruin your natural lashes entirely. And it's much better to just sit there for longer than come out with like, damaged natural lashes and also they probably don't even like they're not going to look nice are they like if you don't get them applied properly and just have clumps of lashes they're going to hurt they're going to itch like it's just going to be a nightmare for you yeah I think if you're looking for someone who is quick I think still just definitely look at their work look at their reviews etc um but I think maybe an alternative would be better like getting you can get like 
party lashes cluster lashes or you know you can get even rpf pro enhanced you can apply yourself they last up to a week at a time that might be better because it's going to take less time to apply so if you're worried about sitting there for that amount of time yeah but then you're not also just going to someone who is advertising it really quick who isn't doing it properly going to someone who's advertising that they take a longer amount of time again isn't necessarily a bad thing it might just mean that like they are still experienced they have done lots of work and they know that this is how long it takes them to do the work at the level they want to do like some people are perfectionists yeah um so they will take more time and you've also got to be careful because a lot of people will charge by time now so especially for infills it might not just be like I don't know, £50 for a Russian infill. It might be £50 for 40-minute infill or £60 for an hour, etc. So, again, the lash techs are charging by time. You need to be careful because just because you go for a quicker amount doesn't mean that they'll then do all your lashes. Mm-hmm. Like, you might need an hour. By booking in, in ha- for a half-an-hour slot doesn't mean that they're going to do an hour's work in that half an hour. Yeah. They'll obviously just do what they can yeah. in that 30-minute slot. So you need to be booking the right time slot. And if you're not sure, just ask your lash tech. They might ask you to send photos, etc. before you book into an appointment. Because another pet peeve is don't book in for a 30-minute infill. And then when you get there, be like, oh, I might need an hour. Like, sorry. They yeah. might have someone straight after you and they're going to be like, sorry no can do and then your lashes just aren't gonna last as long because they needed an hour but you've only had half an hour yeah and then you're just gonna have to go back even quicker the next time like you might as well just book in for the right time slot yeah and people might need that bit longer to do them correctly especially as well different people's lashes will like you said in terms of like some people have more lashes some people have less so if you've got less natural lashes then you probably can get away with a quicker time but it can also depend on like your lashes themselves some people have really curly lashes or really crossed over lashes which are going to be a lot harder for a lash tech to lash than if you've got really long straight lashes because that's going to be so much easier to isolate so much easier to get the like fan or the individual lash to stay onto the natural one so like depending on your actual eyelashes themselves which will vary from person to person will depend on how long it actually takes the lash tech to do your lashes i've had that before where people have turned up and i've needed to like push a few clients back because they've had like naturally difficult lashes that i found hard to lash like it might not be a natural lash that i'm used to lashing and then other people turn up i'm like brilliant they've not got that many natural lashes they're all really straight like they're nice and easy (laughs) to isolate so you know going back to the main point it's i just don't think you should base your decision on which lash tech you're going to over like the time that they take unless you look at their work etc but i just don't think quicker means better no definitely not so the next myth is that you need regular breaks from lash extensions so this myth is actually false you do not need regular breaks as long as your lash tech is applying the lashes properly to your natural lashes they're using the right thicknesses the right lengths like we said before um you shouldn't need to take breaks from lash extensions at all but i think the advice previously was that you you did need to take breaks right 
Yeah, I think one of the owners here, Annie, she said that she trained back in 2007. And at the time that she trained, she was told to recommend having breaks like every six to eight weeks. And to be honest, even like I found this one interesting because I didn't realise that you didn't need them. Like I kind of just assumed you did. And I think that's what a lot of people do as well, because, you know, with other beauty treatments like your nails and things, most techs will recommend a break every so often yeah to help with like um, the natural growth and health of like your nail beds etc yeah or like you're always sort of told that getting them too regularly will you know be bad like things like mm. some beds as well like you shouldn't do too many so then i think everyone's just kind of then been like oh must be the same must be the same yeah. lashes yeah i think this is important as well like this proves why you need to be looking after your your lashes properly yourself all of the responsibility isn't just on the lash tech um the client themselves you need to be brushing your lashes daily you need to be doing the correct aftercare like you know washing your lashes with lash shampoo and all that kind of thing um i think that's very important as well otherwise if you're not doing all that stuff you probably will need a break because you're going to ruin your natural lashes yeah, I think another reason people might get a bit confused or they might think that you need to have breaks um, is because like there will be circumstances where a lash tech might recommend to a client that they take a break. Like, for example, like if they've been to somebody else um, and they can see that like they're really damaged by application, then they might be like, mm, let's take these off, have a break, let your natural lashes grow a bit, then we'll apply also, for example, like if you get like a sty or conjunctivitis, like especially conjunctivitis, like that is contagious, that that lash tech's not gonna want to lash your lashes. Like, yeah. well, they shouldn't anyway, because what what if they got it and then gave it to their clients and blah blah blah. So they might recommend that like, you take a break and for a little while until your doctor probably has cleared you from like having it anymore so then people might assume like oh taking a break you should do that but actually you don't have to it's only if your lash tech recommends it for a particular reason or due to like poor application or poor aftercare like you say like it's kind of you know the lash tech and the client have to take ownership yeah for it otherwise you may end up having to need breaks in general it's definitely a myth you can have lash extensions and keep getting them infilled because i guess at an infill your lash tech should be removing any outgrown ones um any like twisted or hanging down ones etc so going back to the last question like myth is kind of like if you're not booking in for the right amount of time that's a different thing like then you might find that your lashes just aren't lasting long enough um in between infills or if you're not looking after them correctly but in general like you should be able to just keep getting infills unless there's a problem yeah so our next one is lash extensions are made of animal hair now this is not necessarily a myth but it kind of is as well and i'll explain what i mean by that so some lash extensions out there are made from real mink which are animal hairs but this is rarely used now for both like ethical and practical reasons in terms of real mink, it has an increased risk of causing allergic reactions. It can be expensive. The curl doesn't hold very well. Once it's wet, it'll basically lose its curl. 
So most lash brands, including ourselves, of course, use synthetic fibre called PVT, which is like a plastic material used to make lash extensions. It's got great shaping memory capabilities, so it can be manipulated into all those lovely different curls that we offer um, and then stay that way for a long period of time, even obviously when your clients are getting their lashes wet, etc., and we only offer PVT lashes here at Pink Fishes because obviously they're cruelty free and for all the other benefits that like we've said. But obviously I guess that's where the myth comes from that lash extensions are made out of animal hair is because real mink ones can be made out of animal hair. I think like people get confused as well because different companies may brand their lashes as mink or silk or whatever or cashmere, but in actual fact, they're still PBT silk. They're just like marketing them as mink or cashmere or whatever. So you might naturally think like, oh, they're made from mink, but they're actually just made from PBT silk. Yeah, I think you do need to be careful because obviously you don't want to be thinking like, oh, it's just the finish when actually they are made of pink. So yeah. just double check like with your supplier or whatever wherever you're buying these lashes from um like we have cashmere lashes um that are launching very soon by the time this is out they'll probably be available but they're not actually made of animal hair like we're just it's just the finish of being like soft and fluffy mm. and light it's not actually animal so i guess yeah that can get a bit confusing have you ever actually seen as well like a set using real animal hair because I was just trying to think, and I haven't, but I wonder if, obviously, like, it's completely unethical, but I wonder if they look, like, different or better or whatever to PBT silk ones. I think the PBT is meant to be, like, the closest thing mm. to mimicking yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. I guess the reason why people may have used animal hairs in the past is, like, due to a lack of availability of, like, mm. the PBT and also... Presumably, they look a lot like human hairs. Mm. But personally, I'd never use them. No, I, I don't think there's a big market for them nowadays at all. No. I think there's PBT is a much better alternative anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's an alternative. I think it's actually just better in general than animal hairs. And I think as well, like, if you did use real animal hair like for your lash extensions i think a lot of your clients wouldn't want to book in with you if they knew that yeah like, i think a lot of people are against it now it is kind of a myth with the with the animal hair but like obviously it could be true so yeah it, we're gonna count it as a myth just because i'm pretty sure it's definitely a myth for us yeah <laughs> we don't we don't use animal hair here but i guess some brands will so just always check with whatever brand you're using but know that pink fishes we won't we'll never have and have never had yeah <laughs> overall most lash companies nowadays use pbt so you don't have to worry about those animal hairs but if you want to double check just message them so our next myth is that you can't wear makeup with lash extensions um, I know a lot of people say when they have lash extensions that they feel like they don't need to be wearing makeup, which is very true because they make you look very beautiful. But um, this is in fact false. You can wear makeup with lash extensions. But I would be particularly careful when you're putting on eye makeup and things like that because 
you know, if you're not washing them properly, you can get all this dirt in your lash extensions and it's just going to be horrible. But as long as you're cleaning around your eye properly, cleaning your lash extensions properly when you remove your makeup, then I personally think it's absolutely fine to wear makeup. See, I think some makeup is fine. Like, I think foundation, things like that, it's not going to cause too many problems, like you said, as long as you're cleaning them. But I think there are a few I would personally avoid, like mascara. Oh, not necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> I just think if you're putting mascara through your lashes, especially if you've got Russians, they could close your fans. And as much as you clean them, can you really clean them? Like, can you really get it all out? I think it's okay on the bottom lashes because they're not kind of like in direct contact with your extensions. As long as you're making sure that you are wiping them obviously every night really if you're wearing mascara on your bottom lashes during the day and take up at night just gonna say that it's actually quite hard to do as well to wash your bottom lashes without getting your top lashes mm. when you're wearing mascara like or without poking your eye out it's actually quite difficult to do yeah so, so if you massively coat your bottom lashes like then when yeah. you blink you can feel like that stickiness yeah. sometimes yeah. of like your lash extensions on the top like sticking to the bottom which i don't think it's the end of the world as long as you're giving them a cling yeah yeah at the end of each day i personally think though like makeup is absolutely fine to wear but i think mascara if you've got lash extensions i personally think that's just a big no-no just to avoid any complications and like getting it on your lash extensions or anything like I, that's what i'd personally say but i know like some people can wear it and it's absolutely fine and they like are able to clean it properly but i think like if you don't want to ruin them just try and avoid it i was gonna say like some brands do sell lash extension mascara so it's like a specially formulated mascara for lash extensions i'm presuming it's more for like classics Mm. because obviously we've i don't understand how it works with russians because surely they just go like a bit clumpy and like closed up unless you really like that sort of look and you don't want them to be fluffy but i guess with classics i could see why people would maybe want them I don't really get it because I sort of think, well, if you want them darker, you could just like ask for something else. Like, because if you're having classics and you want them darker, maybe you could try a hybrid so that you've got some yeah. bands in there to make them a bit fuller yeah. and a bit darker. Or if you want more length, you could try longer lengths. Like, I don't mm. know. I'm not necessarily sure why you want to wear mascara whilst you've got lash extensions. The only yeah, why would you want to? See, the only one you want I can to. think of is if you've got gaps. Like, if you've got gaps in your lash extensions. Oh, I still don't think putting mascara on is going to make that look any better, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think it will necessarily make it look any better. And I think your lash tech will hate you for it yeah. because they can see. I think that's the thing. Like, I've done it before. I've tried to lie. And luckily my sister's my lash tech, so she, <laughs> she can tell me when she sees straight through my lies. And she's like, I can still, like, you put mascara on, I can see it. And I'm like, I know. That is the most I aggravating know. thing as a lash tech, to see someone come back in and they've used mascara. I don't even like it. You know when you've got someone coming in for a full set and mm. they've, come, they've come in with mascara? Yeah. They're like, I've told you, don't, don't come, come in with mascara. I just thought yeah, mascara is hard to get off. Lashly. mascara. <laughs> it is so hard to get yeah. off, especially if you're doing it on somebody else. I feel like on yourself, you can be quite rough with it and like, yeah. like, like use a cleanser and like really 
rub it but if you're doing it on someone else it's actually quite like difficult to get off and it mm. and then you've got to wait for them to dry and it's just like and then whole... if they've used like a waterproof mascara it's even harder oh, God, yeah. and you just think oh my goodness and then that eats up time of your appointment yeah so definitely don't go to an appointment whether it's a full set or an infill yeah. with any mascara because you're just going to be wasting your yeah. own time and your lash text time because they're going to be panicking thinking i did not a lot 20 minutes to take off your mascara yeah. in this time slot and you're just going to miss out because mascara can't just take take ages but um there's also a few other products that like i think it's worth like noting like eyeliner one again you won't really be able to see eyeliner if you've got especially Russians yeah. extensions because normally if they're full you can't see that close to your l- lash line mm. unless you hang really thick bold eyeliner which someone people might do for like a makeup look etc or like for a special event I think a good thing to suggest is if you do like that flicked winged eyeliner look you could ask your lash tech to do like an M curl or an L curl uh, set of lash extensions you can create like a foxy eye set with that curl itself. So you wouldn't really have to be applying eyeliner then with your extensions. Mm. The extensions almost give the appearance of like you've got permanent eyeliner on. I love the look of eyeliner and fox eye sets. When people like tag us in them on Instagram and stuff, I just think they look so pretty. And it literally does look like they're wearing eyeliner. So there wouldn't be a need to, you know, wear it like you said. But I just think they look so nice. You can wear eyeliner, I think. But you just need to be, I think, especially careful when removing it. Because normally eyeliner is so close to your lash line like who's doing their eyeliner like if you're doing it like on your eyelid like that's that's yeah like that's fine but it's like when it's so close to the lash line i just would be worried about when you're taking your makeup off like that you're not accidentally tugging at like the base of your extensions i mean like especially if you're using like makeup wipes or something or Mm. like you're like rubbing it like i think good thing to use is like a lip brush or like um what do you call it like a cotton bud or something yeah. and then like just carefully going along there but people go out at the weekend and they're drunk and they come back and you know try and take it off and like, their you, makeup you know it's like that action of like just rubbing yeah, and, and it, like pulling at your lashes yeah what it probably hurt as well do if you, you know pull what? out lashes like that yeah you know, i'd say if you do go out at the weekend and you've got lash extensions and you're wearing eyeliner I would honestly just recommend to leave it till the next day. Yeah. 100%. Though, because then it's going to be getting in your lashes. Oh, like, Jenny, you know I mean? if you yeah. sleep and you scratch up your eyes, I don't know. Mm, I just, so true. This is why I think, like, you can do it, but you've just got to be really careful, like, yeah. with these things. And as well, think of the eyeliner you're choosing to wear, because I think some eyeliners are much easier to remove than others. Like, you know, some of those, like, graphic pens and they're quite like easily wipeable yeah whereas if you've got a pencil eyeliner you're gonna need to be scrubbing your eyelids exactly so i just sort of think just think about what you're using like before you just apply another interesting one is eyeshadow so like you can wear eyeshadow but and I didn't know this. This is when we were doing this, like, research for these myths. This is the one that I came across that I actually thought was really interesting. Because it's not really the eyeshadow, like, putting it on the eyelid that's the problem. It's the fallout from the eyeshadow that can get trapped in the extension, causing an infection. 
you know with people you see videos of people like you know putting their brush in and like tapping it yeah and, like, like wiping off the excess oh. I mean I think they do that in general just so that like the pigment doesn't like scatter all down here like because you know when sometimes you've really overdone it a bit on the eyeshadow brush and like you put it on and then all this fallout gets onto like your cheeks etc I hate that but like now imagine you've got lash extensions on they're catching all of that fallout and then if you're not cleaning it it's just gonna it could lead basically to infections which i i was like shocked i was like what i thought out of the three out of eyeliner eyeshadow and mascara i thought that eyeshadow would be like Mm. the safest one to have with lash extensions i tell you what's good i've literally just made this up on the spot but if you've got lash extensions you know charlotte tilbury do that like cream um eyeshadow Mm. that's probably better like with your like you saying about the powder going into your lashes it's probably mm. better to like use your finger and just brush like on a cream eyeshadow or something yeah like and that. avoid the lashes yeah like, you can yeah yeah no definitely i did like other tips would be to tap off any excess mm. from eyeshadow before you put it on and also like you could use a primer so that the eyeshadow will stick better to yeah. your eyelid whereas like if you're not using a primer, it's going to be harder for it to like adhere to your eyelid and then it's more likely to cause um, fallout of the eyeshadow. But I just thought that was crazy. I was thinking I'm never wearing eyeshadow <laughs> again. Like, I don't want to give myself an infection. No, not at all. I guess, though, other products could do the same, presumably. Like, for example, like bronzer, could that have fallout? I guess you're not applying it as close to your eye, but... I guess you've still got to think yeah, about it and be yeah. careful. Like, if you're doing it up here, yeah. like, I don't know what you're doing here, but, like, <laughs> if you're, like, it doing like it all around bronzer. your face... Not you, like... Yeah, I guess if you've got, like, other products, like, they could cause fallout, like, bronzer, etc. I think the main thing is, if you're going to wear makeup, make sure you are cleaning it daily, taking it off, and then you can reapply the next morning... And then remember to taking it off at night because then hopefully you're going to be getting rid of a lot of it. And then also shampooing your lash extensions every day or every other day is going to be so helpful because then if you have got any fallout, any um, mascara, any, like you might not even realise like left in your lashes, then that's going to help get that out. But yeah, it is definitely a myth because you can wear makeup whilst you have lash extensions. And like like we said, the majority of makeup will be absolutely fine. It might just be things like mascara, eyeliner, eyeshadow, anything really near the eyes that you need to just be a little bit more cautious about. But yeah, apart from that, it's definitely a myth. So we've covered quite a few different myths in today's podcast some that you may have already known and some even that i was shocked at so thank you so much for listening we'll be back with season three episode three very soon of the pink fishes podcast but thanks for listening guys thanks bye